morning, everyone. This is Generation Dan. I'm a human being. These are two more human beings. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking... Yeah, not really human beings. Like, almost... I feel like we're a great impression of a human being. And cumulatively, we may be sane. Cumulatively. Yeah, we're like... We are human. I mean, human. Uh, We are excellent carbon copies of what the idea of a human should have been. Theory, yeah, yeah, yeah in theory. theory on paper. Mm-hmm. Like if someone know? went draw a human and a guy went, I can't really remember, but I'll try my best. That's us. Uh, <laughs> that like, that picture of the horse looking into the camera. He's like, you've drawn a horse before. Yeah, I know what a horse looks like. And you're like, that does not look like a horse. At all. Oh, the, the medieval drawing where they can yeah. do like the front way thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With me, it's more like I don't know. Like I've seen like punk rock type guys that tried ketamine one time I guess I can kind of draw something that reminds you of that and then bam here I am Caleb <laughs> yeah, McDuff the human avatar of the Adam. human avatar of the ketamine prototype uh, now for that's his real good uh, title <laughs> it's what I have uh, I we're, we're a podcast about uh, Gen X, Y, and Z talking about a thing that's yes. Dino. I'm Atlas. That's Caleb. Uh, Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, uh, so, what's going on, fellas? Our, our, our guest canceled on us this week. Our guest canceled on us on the last minute. You see, and this is the thing, is like, life happens, and realistically, I understand that, but at the same time, I'm a very, very suspicious bastard. Like, I always assume crazy things, but you know what? I hope uh, she'll make time for us another time, and we can have her on. You're like a... Um, uh, my girlfriend and I are watching the the Sopranos right now. You're, you're like every oh. boy, fucking wise guy. Are you trying to trying to run out on me? There's oh, I missed. I you know what? I have the Sopranos on like DVD somewhere. Yeah, that's that yeah. sentence didn't make any sense to me. Do you know? <sighs> okay, so like Blu-rays, but a little shittier. Mm. Like just a little bit. Okay. Um, Interesting. Blu- Blu- that's Blu- like a little circle thing that like the movie comes out of, right? Yeah, and then like. Blu-rays are that thing where, like, people used to be able to own them, and it wasn't like whether or not the, the, the streaming gods will keep it on there. Oh, yeah. that is a particular choice of words that I do not support. There's... Streaming <laughs> overlords. These things that? that you could own, yeah. you were in charge of them. It was great. Like, wow. No, for real. Like, I like physical ownership of stuff is really kind of like creeping out the door a little bit. Um, and well, okay. A, a lot of companies are trying to make it so you don't own anything. You just kind of. Well, that's already around with yeah. uh, a lot of uh, programs and stuff, right? Like even the editing yeah. program that I use for our clips and everything, like it's a uh, monthly or yearly yeah. subscription. And I'm like, that's really, it's, it's really dodgy because I know that they're collecting some sort of information, right? Because that's yeah. just what companies do, I assume now. Yeah. But it's like, but I'm paying you. And I'm paying you regularly. I don't feel like that's fair. Exactly. You know? It seems or, pretty ridiculous. Or if you um, if you don't buy the physical copy of like a video game, and then maybe your account gets corrupted or hacked, or they or God forbid, like like this happened recently with the Wii U. They just shut down the store, so you just yep. can't. Uh, yeah, can't use it anymore. Your stuff anymore. Um, well, that, well, you can still access your library. You just can't like. You can't no, update your software. You, you can't, can't. You can't, you can't go play against people online anymore. Yep. Yeah. Um, Which and and that's see this is okay. So and that's why like I brought up this topic as uh, something to discuss. Just since we don't have questions, just online communities. Uh, and then also, I saw something today that made me think about the metaverse in, in and of itself. Which uh, I am aware that the metaverse is not a one thing place. It's a multiple thing place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's, there's, it's a um, Mark Zuckerberg wants it to be his so bad and he's so terrible well, at it. <laughs> he, like, nah, he, tr- he tried to manipulate a Kleenex situation, right? A Kleenex tr- situation. What do you mean? He, well, think about it. Pass me a Kleenex, right? Metaverse, yeah. it's him, but it's yeah. not oh. him. It's everything, right? Except yeah. everyone's still calling it Facebook, right? Exactly. Like That's why he tried to manufacture a Kleenex situation and you're like, hey, guy, yeah. you ain't Kleenex. You got, you got to be Kleenex to be considered Kleenex, right? Like, yeah. if he was the best metaverse, like, look, people saw, oh, just check Netflix, and you'll check Prime, you'll check Disney, you'll check yeah. all these other things. But realistically, when you think streaming service, you think Netflix, up until last month, which apparently now they suck. So Yeah, well, no, okay. they've been sucking. 
at the time, at the time, I have a whole rant in me. But at the time <laughs> of uh, us recording this, Netflix is on a bit of shaky ground because they announced two things. One, they're going to start having commercials on their platform where they never had them before, like not Which even is, as a commercial yeah, but, option like Hulu. A and B, they're going to start cracking down on password sharing. Yeah. Which is like the whole reason. Like, if all the streaming services are going to, like, if there's going to be like 12 of them, that's just how it's going to be. You and your family, like, I pay for Hulu, mom pays for Netflix, brother pays for Amazon. Like, that's just how it works, guy. Like, it's not. But yeah, that's not. It's those things are kind of interconnected too, right? Like, the whole, they're changing their payment structure to where my understanding of the situation. Uh, when I like read up about it the other day or whatever, it was like they want to introduce like a similar like tiered payment system to where it's like yeah. you can pay for like an experience with ads and it's cheaper. And they also want to minimize the amount of people that are password sharing. So that's why they're going to break it down so that people that are password sharing, they're going to be customers instead of just like moochers because Netflix kind of realized, oh, like how are we not growing in subscribers? It's like we have like 200 million users or whatever. It's like, oh, 100 million other users aren't paying us. Like how do we get their money? Well, because it's that, that folly of uh, everything must be growing forever or else you're not successful. Yeah. Okay. Which is stupid. But you guys, I'm not sure if you guys remember this, was that when you got cable, you actually paid for how many outlets you had. So you could run, if you knew how, you could run wire and a splitter yourself, but that may not work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. You know what? The face is just inflammatory and, and just, uh, it's not necessary. It's not necessary, you, sir. How dare cable? you? I need you to take a screenshot. Or like, I'm going to take a screenshot of cable, cable, Caleb. Just, uh, yeah, and, that's gonna an be an anagram of Cable. His new name is Cable. Uh, doing this, <laughs> and then just that's gonna be the thumbnail. I have to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But that's like that's the thing is like, uh, growing up, like we always fixed our basements and stuff like that. So we were uh, handy, right? So we knew how to run wires and stuff like that. But like we knew just enough to not get killed versus actually knowing how to do shit, right? Yeah. So like. When it came to machines, sure, building a house, eh, it won't fall, but is it safe? Probably not. <laughs> so, like, oh yeah, that's... my my generation. I'm gonna tell you, most of us are not handy. Okay, like if someone broke in my house, I wouldn't touch it. One because I don't know what I'm doing, and I'd probably die. And two, it would fuck up my nail polish, bro. Like, yeah. are you serious? I think it's well, like it's just your parents didn't teach you. We become less handy as time goes on. True. Um, and then but now well, you like, can 3D print a house. Yeah. So I just remember, like, this was almost like. I think 10 years ago at this point, like back when I saw this Van Halen concert about whereabouts, but uh, there, there was like a news article like millennials are taking classes on how to be handy and then like a bunch of boomers were dunking on us like, oh, don't know how to fit, you know, wire an addition or whatever. And we're like, well, because you didn't teach us anything. But remember, boomers saw war, right? So there's, they, there, they got they got problems, guys. Some of them, well, yeah. they all, hey, some of them did, yeah. Hey, Trust me, they all got affected by PTSD in some way, shape, or form. The yeah. difference was time right? they wasted in Vietnam. Have Not to mention, uh, I've heard, okay, I found out this guy was, uh, what's his name? He was responsible for putting lead in gasoline, which made a whole generation stupid, like yes. scientifically. And yeah. he was responsible for creating CFCs, which made a l literal hole in the ozone layer. Twice, yeah. Like, so twice he almost killed mankind. Yeah. <laughs> like, and full his name. Thomas Mid Midgley, Midgley, M-I-D-G-L-E-Y, Jr. He should die, and there should be no glory to his house. He, Every offspring of his should be no punished. Glory to your he house. died in 1944, so he never got to see like the consequences. Like, yeah, he was actually Hitler, that's why. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he was actually Hitler. Think, well, think about it. The two things that he did literally had the best chance of killing mankind, humankind, yeah. On mass. Like yeah. the entire planet should have died because of him. Not once, twice. That's a mm -hmm. lot, man. That's listen, yeah. you remember the guy who made dynamite who's like, I have become death. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I, I am become death destroyer of worlds. And I think yeah. that was Oppen Robert Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. And that, that was uh the nuclear bomb, not uh you're you're thinking of Alfred Nobel, who uh so Get Robert, he, off okay. Alvin, uh, they're attached. Uh, it was originally done with dynamite. Anyways, the point is this: okay. that guy 
in his mind, he's like, what I've created. So the guy who made dynamite was like, having made this should actually solve all war. There should be peace because now we realize how easily we could just get rid of people. This will bring peace. And it made things much worse. Much worse. Right? I didn't think it just made it more efficient. Like he just streamlined the process. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because everyone's like, Well, we could be peaceful or we could do something with it. And it's like Wait, so you're no, telling no. me that I have a weapon that instead of having to sacrifice dozens of men with single shot rifles yeah. to go into a town and take it, we can just blow up the town from distance. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to show up? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's that's why you're getting like, look, man. Throughout history, those kind of things have happened, and it's it's. I'm questioning the idea that like having no community versus having an online community, and you have things like the metaverse, which realistically it's being posed as that's the only chance that your two generations will have at actually owning something, which is nothing. You're owning nothing. You own nothing in an imaginary place that theoretically could be stripped from you for no reason whatsoever. At any point, yeah. At any, yeah. So you're like, there's no, like, I believe the whole blockchain technology is intent on you not being able, not losing what is yours theoretically because there's a record that is accessible. But the problem is, having an accessible record means that. Everybody's got access to it. Yay. Like, you know, and well, that's how I screenshotted Board Apes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. I'm the greatest art thief that has ever lived. <laughs> I feel like if you got to do that, if you're going to say that, you're really... going to say it with a French accent. I'm, I'm the greatest art thief that has ever lived. There you Doing, go. You got to do this. The yeah. power button and the up volume button at the same time. And I take you... your valuables. Oh. You, you have to play with your mustache when you're saying it, though. You gotta... <laughs> yeah, you oh, your NFTs are mine. <laughs> the monkey is in my camera roll. <laughs> like, you know, the one about, uh, I want to say Jack Dorsey, his first tweet coming back. Yeah. Somebody... Um, Sold for like half a million dollars, and then when it went on resale, it was like three bucks. Yeah, Yay. and you're like, yeah, what is happening with these? Like, because it's not sense. real. Yeah, like at least okay, at least for trading card games, which I'm going to keep comparing to NFT people <laughs> because it's just as stupid. At least with trading card games, the card can do something. If it's like yeah. okay, I can use this to drop my opponent's life points to zero in our imagination. That still does more than an NFT. I believe it's the actual fundamental of possession and uh, an actual event, right? Like it has an effect on a process, right? Like that's that gives it some sort of value. Whereas when something's just exists, you're yeah. like, like the best analogy I saw was imagine marrying the prettiest woman in the world. And having a marriage contract, right? Like, you get yeah. married. She continues to bang anyone she wants, but you have the marriage contract. And you're like, hmm. Mm. A, <laughs> that is not a nice analogy. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, yep. But See, that's but it. The more, the more I learned about NFTs, the less they made sense. I know, like, right? Yeah. It's literally, you're buying literally nothing. Like, you're buying, like, a segment of like someone's random blockchain like position whatever yeah. that they put out there that's represented by like the board ape or whatever the fuck but that's it you're just yeah. buying a digital data point that's I'm like represented by a picture and, and there's a record we, of it we teach uh we teach you know crypto bros magic the gathering this shit disappears over the night overnight oh god black Easy. lotus is already so expensive though what are we going to yeah. do now <laughs> they're such nerds uh, <laughs> Or, or Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't give a shit. Like, get them into Drytron or That's Dogmatica. Sure. No, they can have fucking Digimon, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Digimon's you, good, too. Yeah. You, both, <laughs> you both have made points that you think is forward. It makes it worse, just to be clear. If it's worse for them, who cares? You know, you know that you know what I'm doing <laughs> a literal meme, right? Like, I don't care. Uh, you, know, you know what, though? You can't not care, right? It's your internet. You have to care. By the way, like you are almost completely dark. Really? Right? Oh. You're. 
uh, right by not being able to call them boobs. That's the like, I'm like this, one, this, no more there's boobs. no there's no like oh I can make cleavage. No, don't got that. Sorry. It's just like they can I'm like I can bounce. Yeah, they don't touch. Uh that's that's you know, that's it's like look, you can invest in spanks. That's fine. I understand that. That was a horrible face, by the way, Caleb. I was going to hold it for as long <laughs> as it took for somebody to comment on it. <laughs> so inappropriate. For people just listening to this, I recommend going and watching on YouTube. It, well, <laughs> there will definitely be clips of yeah. some very, very uncomfortable looking faces. That's yes. uh, for sure. Yes, That's definitely. for sure. But uh, yeah, no, it's... it's. <sighs> this is the thing, is there's so much lack of, of truth and like realistically the whole idea of finding an online community is to belong right i think which everyone wants which i i understand completely yeah the, what i don't understand is that people get a little bit crazy when it comes to online communities and it's it is not make sense like it's not like hey we have common interests we can talk but it's like it's demanding like no we have to have everything the same. And it's like, ah, uh, mm, that's not I mean, accurate there's a difference between, between, like, you know, constructive discussion uh, in an online community and, like, lively debate or whatever and just outright, like, yelling at each other. Um, and, you know, there's a difference between the two. Like, I'll give you an example. So in, uh, in one of the Vanguard discords right now, they released a new card. And... It's part of this like archetype that this one YouTuber is like all in on. Like that's his thing. Okay. Um, is he focuses on this archetype and he's got a Discord server. And I I go and like go go there sometimes and just watch and they're trying to figure out the the best deck and the best lines of play with this new card. I understand. And they are just going and going and going to the point where they have like Excel spreadsheets full of this shit. Fire. And they're like, yeah. So, so the, like at this point, the the most like attacks they've gotten out of a turn, like for reference, the normal amount, like because you have three front row circles, is three. They okay. got to fourteen, which okay. is crazy That's to me. <laughs> very impressive, yeah. Yeah, but so wouldn't that? So wouldn't each deck that come out be able to be refined to that point? Yes, but there's also like, oh, you can, like, there's still debate. It's not like there's one correct answer, right? Sure. You, yeah, I know that's fair. You have people being like, yeah, but against this matchup, we can't do this because they'll try and do this against us. So maybe this is a better option. And like, they're like, it's just constant like debate going back and forth. Like, I like doing like, you know, running less of this and more of this so I can, uh, you know, have this option against this kind of opponent. Right. I'm aware. Or, I understand that. Yeah. The, but is that fun? Yeah. For them. It's fun to kind of get in the weeds on something like that. Like you have your, it's the equivalent of you trying different editing techniques for yeah. the clips on this show, because that, like you, you know, you, you get in the little like uh, nitty gritty and just try and try sure. and different, yeah, I mean, different I, stuff. I have, that. I've thrown my hat in the rings of a couple of different like esports communities. Like I was playing competitive yeah. Call of Duty, like traveling for tournaments for a while. Wow. I've competitive Street Fighter before, and like it's all just like like when you're in something deep like that, like the whole community just revolves. Especially when we're just talking about like the competitive aspect of it. Oh my god! Yeah. Like there's just hours and hours and hours of just grinding sure. in the lab and just like matchup knowledge. And then especially as the games get deeper, just like it, there's even more layers to the onion. They got to peel back, and it's like a puzzle. And it's really it is fun if you're into it, yeah. but it can get also pretty exhausting if like that's not what your brain is wired to do. You know? Yeah. Like uh, Dan Grove, who w has been on this show, he's really into uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, uh, that, that's Marvel. Yeah, yeah. that's um, yeah. But th there's like lots of like little you know lines of play and like techniques and practice. Sure. Yeah. See, and this is this is where like I find it funny uh, because I was I remember telling Caleb how I play Overwatch, mm -hmm. and he was like, "Isn't that just to hate people?" And I'm like, "I find it very very refreshing." Like no, I do. It's Overwatch weird. Fun with the right people. Well, no, no, I'll just go with random people, and I'm just like, I find this so enjoyable because especially yeah. when when people get really angry, and I'm like, 
you have no power over anything. Like, <laughs> and like, and the best people are like, can somebody kill that guy? I'm like, hey, guy, just look down. You're holding a gun. <laughs> Go take care of it. And he's like, well, I can't. Then say, help. Those aren't the, can someone take care of it? You're not in charge of anything. You're a putz. Right, so it's you know, <laughs> it's very enjoyable for me. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no, oh you God. are I, qualified I, to give orders, and it's very, very refreshing because then people are like, can you, can you heal me more? And I'm like, be healable. You're too far forward. I'm unsafe. See, where you find it refreshing, I find that shit exhausting, dude. That's why I had to quit playing competitive games, is I couldn't deal with the fucking hours and hours of just being berated and being told that my mother is being sexually violated by a 15-year-old for hours on end. I just couldn't handle it anymore, dude. Listen, that's when you use your Zoomer powers to find out where they live and bang their mom. (laughs) That's what you do. It's like, all right, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to give you a baby brother, bro. Yeah, that's it. Let's see. Like, like, the only way to comment people are like, yeah, well, I had sex with your mom. Oh, yeah? She's dead. You're disgusting. She's and dead. watch them go, what? I'm like, oh, I heard you fuck dead things. That's disgusting. No I heard you dug up like, an what? animal. Just, absolutely. Dude. Just go right to the wall. Online, online engagement like that is just a series of escalation until someone says the N-word. Like, that's all it is, bro. <laughs> that is online gaming communities in a nutshell. I find it very enjoyable because I just watch go, watch them go crazy, it, and I'm like, I'm like, this is hilarious for me because, like, I, and remember, there was a time in my life that I would just start unloading on them, and like, I would make them cry, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, uh, I do comedy that way if I want to. I choose not to. I don't find it enjoyable. But now I'm just like, whatever. Like somebody's like, oh, I want to be that character, and I'm like, that's too bad. I got it first. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, I well, no, I can't, I can't anymore. do anything if you don't let me be that character. And I'm like, that sucks for the whole team. Too bad. Although, as we're, talking about, <laughs> as we're talking about this, it kind of brings me back to what we were talking about before we started recording, before Atlas joined, like the whole like notion of yeah. people finding their passions and that it being a constant process of you having to dissect and look within yourself to see sure. like what's actually bringing joy in your life. And like, that's kind of another thing, like. Because, like I said, I used to do esports and all that kind of stuff. It used to bring me a lot of joy for a long time. But I don't know. It's like if you're not constantly doing that upkeep of like trying to find out, like, if, okay, is this actually what I want to do? Like, is this is this something that's yeah. worth spending my energy on? Because it, you know, with a lot of the things that I've kind of turned away from, it always comes back to there comes a point where it's like this isn't bringing me anything anymore. Like I just I I, I sit down to like log in and like practice or whatever and I just fucking hate my life. Like I, there's nothing yeah. I would rather do less. You know. I think it like obviously you can you know you take breaks or uh in the case of like if your community is too toxic then yeah it's just not worth the time anymore. Yeah. Um but I've definitely had that sort of thing with with Vanguard and uh it, like I, I missed a couple of like sets during the game, or just like if something's going on in my life, you just kind of put sure. it in a corner and deal with I don't know moving into a new apartment with your girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it never like you know. Wait, I broke it. You can do that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what? What's wrong, Dino? <laughs> okay, so but that brings me. No, no, I just found it, I found it very funny that 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 uh, string of logic was very entertaining to me. Thank you, um, <laughs> thank you, I appreciate but it. But I'm here. The all whole night. idea. No, yeah. no listen. <laughs> Sorry, you guys are delayed for me. I don't know what's happening. I think with the new game. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it'll equalize in a little bit. I'm sure. Oh. Sorry, um, but this brings me on to my the next idea. Right, like is um, you know is it an equal replacement for the physical? And that's specifically around the idea. Yeah. Well, I think about this way, right? Like every day, like you have to fight your nature, I guess, or what nature has been created. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you're a negative person, you have to try and be positive every day. That's a constant Mm -hmm. battle, right? Being a positive person, trying to look at the good in people, all those things. Those are every day you can fail and tomorrow you'll have to fight again. There's no question about that. And in the same sense where I felt that in my soul, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, bro. Every day you, you, but it's true. you can fail, and every day you have to fight again. And then also, this is said, at least from my point of view, what I'm looking at is that Dino's like visual quality is so bad that he looks like the first Harry Potter game where uh, where Hagrid's face looks like it's stapled <laughs> to it. Yeah. <laughs> You're a blizzard, Harry. <laughs> Just super if anything, big. I want to come in. on Hagrid. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Continue. Sorry. I didn't mean to no, 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 it happens. <laughs> but so the whole idea, though, is think about it: is that when it's a physical environment. So an example: I would go on bachelor parties, and a lot of times we would go and gamble at a casino somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And every time we did that, like I'd come in, uh, and I would, you know, I'd give my buddies a tap on the shoulder, be like, "Hey, I think you should stop," and they'd be like, "Oh, but I'm doing really well." I'm like, "Yep." Yeah. I know. I'm on a streak. Right? Yeah. I'd be like, I think you should stop now. That is exactly like, why you must stop. Yeah, and I'm like, listen, I'm telling you, it's your, it's your money. You can do whatever you want. I think mm-hmm. you should stop for your own good. And they go, okay. And like one guy was up like 600 bucks, and I'm like, hey man, I think Just you should stop. He goes, he goes, you're right. Well, no. And then we we spent the money at the peelers. It was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I just imagine it's, it's like, story. sorry, is that but, a place but, where they like take care of oranges and like fruits? What's a peelers? It's exactly. It's exactly. What okay. They do. Awesome. Great. Cool. No. It's hey, like, mom, can we go to the peelers? <laughs> I just imagine like you, you, you like put a ten, you put a tender but firm hand on their shoulder, dude. I think you should stop. And he's like, what? I'm on a hot streak. And then you disappear, and then you come back with your phone, a filthy fright, going, "It's time to stop. It's time to stop." <laughs> and then the guy's like, "Okay, I got it. We're good. Let's go." Uh, it, well, then that's the best part is my hand kind of goes like covers some of their shoulder and then down yeah. onto their chest as well. And it's like, hey, I'm grabbing you are, your torso. I say we leave. <laughs> you, you are constantly threatening to palm anyone you touch like a basketball. Just pick them up. I can palm a basketball. Like it's I, you can I knock it out of my hand, but yeah. I can I can palm it. And it's, yeah. That was one of my prides as a teenager where I could I'm being able boom. to palm a basketball. And I nailed somebody right in the face. I'm like, yes. Whap! And then dribbled oh. away. And they were like, he just hit me. I'm like, no, I didn't. And the ref is like, I didn't see nothing. I'm like, suck it. Suck it. Um, so yeah, but that's like, look, when you are in a physical environment, mm-hmm. someone who's not swept away with the community of it, right? Yeah. You have people who will go, hey man, you're spending too much time there. Hey man, yeah. you haven't slept in three days. And like, like that part of being in a community is kind of removed when it's online or exclusive and it doesn't have you know your own yeah. protections i guess like you're, you're very vulnerable in an online community is the way i see it yeah i don't think we're it's ever going to truly replace human interaction there's something uh like chemical about seeing people in person that you can never truly replicate online. Um, Although one thing that's kind of wild when it comes to like the metaverse and like how everything's kind of evolving, especially socially speaking. So I have young siblings. Um, Like I have a sister who's like 11, about to turn 12. And uh, most, it's kind of crazy. So they got Oculus quests for Christmas, both my brother and my sister, both younger than me. Yeah. And the predominant social interaction that like my younger sister has outside of school is that as soon as she comes home, she's plugged in. Like she she puts the headset on, and like that's where all of her friends are. Like that's where they hang out. Like that's where they play that's games scary. together. That's where they talk. And it's hours, like hours. Like and that's that's just that's kind of where it's starting to maybe inch toward. Because at first it began, you know, Xbox Live. I mean, kind of the same deal. Kids would come home after hanging out of school, and you're on Xbox Live all night talking to each other that way. And now it's just slowly becoming more and more optimized to become as immersive as humanly yeah. possible so that you're just sucked in there. And I think the whole Facebook meta thing, like they're kind of laying like the groundworks a little bit because like as bad as Zuckerberg wants it, as bad as that Android lizard man wants it, he's not going to be like the definitive metaverse, but someone else is going to come yeah. along in like yeah. five to 10 well, yes. years and they are going to run because Mark Zuckerberg walked, you know? Yeah. Well, also because Zuckerberg has like no charisma and he thinks he has charisma. That too. <laughs> Zero. It's just, uh, Zero charisma. Terrible salesman. You ever hear the theory that whenever someone gets famous, they stop maturing? 
So I think that happened where like he gets famous at like what twenty, and then now he's like no. The only way that that works is if at 20, he was still like sucking from the teat. Like he's weird, man. Like you just look at him. You're like, that, yeah. you're not human. There's no, the, there's the, no way like, he's normal. They, they've done like behind the bastards on him. And it's like, he it, it was a weird little kid. Like just to begin with, um, which you have to be right. Like you have to be to do too- something like that. Yeah. Yes. Like, so our society rewards psychopaths. Um, also true. So, yeah. That being said, right? Like, so what we were talking about earlier too was with regards to uh, the only solution now to our woes is alien incursion, which I don't disagree with at all. But there's a lot of um, conspiratorial evidence that says there are some uh, historical events that are not only unexplainable. But it seems like there were huge divisions with regards to technology base or technology standards mm-hmm. in what we think of as ancient civilizations too, right? So it, it's kind of like, hey, and and granted, there are a lot of comics based around the idea of hidden civilizations that saw humans and are like, fuck those guys, we're going into hiding, right? So. Yeah. It seems like there's there's this whole kind of evolution that we're seeing where it's like we don't know how much propaganda we're consuming. We know yeah. there is propaganda in general, right? Yeah. And like like when I grew up there was propaganda that was like that's all you got because there was crazy stuff in tabloids and you're yeah. like that's insane. You're like yeah. oh Elvis is still alive. Okay. And now we're going so Elvis might actually be alive. Um, weird well, thing. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's like misinformation everywhere, and like yeah. it, it, it's a it's a matter of like just trying to be as educated as you can and to read as much as you can. And okay. Just have that. Yeah, that's the problem though. Like there's misinformation that's... everywhere. Um, well, it's not. But it's not even misinformation. It's it's a fundamental disinformation, right? Like yeah. people are hiding history actively on a regular basis to streamline people's perspective right and that's where you're going so we don't actually know how much propaganda we're actually consuming right (laughs) even to this day there are people in japan who don't know the role that japan had in world war ii you're going that's nothing happened in tiananmen square apparently uh sure that's kind of though uh in other like, words, you're American, people just yeah. they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm I'll, I'll give you an example. So, um, earlier this year, uh, M- uh, NBC put out a news story about how Rite Aid is closing down 63 of its locations all through California. Okay. And it's cited they're doing this to try and raise profits because there's too many of them, basically. They also did a news story this morning in, for like local news LA that was like, uh, the the Rite Aid in, in Van Nuys is closing because of crime. And I'm like, okay, first off, not only is that not true, but you told me it wasn't true six months ago. The Rite Aid is not closing because of bad business or crime, and the aliens are in Area 51, and I want to fuck them. I want to fuck them. I want to clap the alien cheeks. I know they're hot. They have to be hot. Otherwise, you wouldn't have hit them from us for so long. I know that they got mad Boonda hiding over there in Area 51. I know that as soon as I run in there as fast as I possibly can, so fast that the bullets can't touch me, that I'm going to find those aliens, and they're going to fall in love with me, and I'm going to become the Prince Emperor of the entire known galaxy. Caleb is the Gen Z version of Dale from King of the Hill. It's <laughs> very possible. Listen, all I know is that's going to make a great clip. And we've learned yeah. this week that the more aggressive the title, that is what they're running on right now. So, because when I, I made I made the clip called "Filthy Colonizer," yeah. and that got thirteen hundred clicks. So good to know. That's uh... yeah. well. Listen, uh, I'm kind of I. I so I made it a clip on my channel because I was like I made the joke where I was like I would turn on the whiteies and be like yeah honkies where's the money because yeah. I think that's hilarious but at the same time it's like ah I may have done so I may have muffed it up a little bit that's <laughs> it's quite aggressive but I'll tell you 
this clip is going to be Caleb wants to bang an alien. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm going to get over a thousand on that one. Too. <laughs> but look, I that's. Know, I, I know Biden, listen to me. Listen to me. Okay, I looked down I and looked up, and he's that. like right next to the camera. What the fuck? I can, I can break through. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that no like realistically what if it was like the key to the aliens is Atlas's saber shaped wiener that just has to fit perfectly <laughs> like a key <laughs> there's like there's just like a little saber shaped keyhole yeah. somewhere on a UFO that yeah. we just haven't quite figured out yet and then, could, and then like yeah. you have me standing next to it like why isn't the door open I'm flaccid okay can someone like ladies can you turn off the goddamn AC yeah. maybe yeah. Jesus you just go, hey ladies yeah. Those three guys, that I'm one a, guy, I'm you grower, go to the back. <laughs> I'm a grower, not a shower, please. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, look, I'm <laughs> just saying, nobody wants to be the victim of propaganda, but we all are to some extent. Um, I feel like we, I think that's that's a true statement, though. We, we know that we are victims of some sort of propaganda, but we have no idea we don't what know. it is until later, usually. Which well, sucks. we not even that. Like we don't know the scope of how much uh, misinformation or disinformation is out there, right? Like we don't. We're not like up here, like in Canada. Is there's the whole thing with regards to the indigenous population that uh, is having issues with uh, access to clean water, which you're like, that's a nightmare. Number yes. one, but then also too, there was with regards to. Um, there's a huge part of history where they were taking indigenous children away from the indigenous people. Pulse. Yeah. And yeah. like, dude, it was, that's, it's I, horrible. The I more, did. and the more you read, the worse it gets. And you're just going, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, I'm happy. My parents didn't immigrate earlier. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's because, I, Oh my I, God. <laughs> and it's just stuff where like, you find out much later and you're like, Jesus Christ, we just, you, you didn't learn about it in history class or like um, I, I learned about I learned about this thing in World War One yesterday where uh, the British spent two years uh, digging lines under the German trenches. So like they yeah. went like tore them and then down yep. and planted like over 10,000 pounds of dynamite or some insane number. And the explosion killed 10,000 German soldiers because they put it once. the wrong place. Well, no, they, they did it on purpose. It was to, like, oh, you know, sabotage their lines. Because normally okay. when, when, when they would do that during World War One, it was to, like, bury supplies or fuck up a supply line or something. Right. This just killed people um, yeah. because they were they were trying to do the, the World War One equivalent of a nuke. And now if you go there, it's literally just a big crater. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't know that existed until yesterday. And that's fucking insane. So, oh, and then also yeah. the the technique they used to dig the like that tunnel that deep was used to build the London Underground. So yay! Uh. So there was uh, there's actually an entire group of um, people. I mm -hmm. believe they're Irish mm -hmm. that were used to make railroads in the United Kingdom. Okay. Okay. And remember when they were making the railroads they were literally bent over at the waist mm -hmm. for eight to 12 hours a day. Okay. But it was like a generational thing, like three generations of men who did this. So by the time the third generation came around, these guys would spend all their day bent over and no problem whatsoever. Okay. And like, they, this is, this is the, and they were like the fastest, the best, the least issue. Like it was a whole series of things where you're going, these people were incredible, but that was because like, they were like, they produced these people that were able to to put down railroads faster. And you're going, that's actually horrible. And it's the same thing with people who dug uh, tunnels and trenches in uh, World War One and World War Two, right? Like, and in these kind of histories, you're going, hey, why are, don't we know this kind of stuff? And you're going, oh yeah, because um, didn't really want to tell anybody. It's uh, kind of a downer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a lot worse than a downer. And they're like something, something critical race theory, or whatever bullshit they they, they try and do. Um, I found out that the Brooklyn uh, Public Library it has open audio and ebook 
Shout out for anybody under the age of 20 in any state. So they're like, teenagers, stuck in censorship, go on over. (laughs) I love shit like that. The idea that a book isn't readable Mm -hmm. uh, sounds insane to me. Like, that's, like, why, if you had to, like, if you had to block someone from reading a book that wasn't, like races like you know what i mean like if it, yeah. it like like there's how would you just block off knowledge or perception in something like it's very perplexing right like i don't understand the idea because now there's a lot of books like is 1984 blocked it is i'm pretty sure i think it is. there's like that there's uh, a brave new world brave, um, brave new world charlotte's web couple of like, jokes on you guys i forgot how to read like three years ago <laughs> there you go. Yeah. who needs that shit Oh, well, it's getting to that point too, right? Like, mm-hmm. do you remember there was a Ricky Gervais movie where they would, uh, they no one could lie, and the one of the things, of lying. yeah, and the only thing that like actors would do was they would just read out history books, like that was their job, like that's how yeah. they would. And I'm like, you know what? That that's a job that's coming back, like just being able Probably. to read things yeah. online accurately. And, yeah. and well, you've been on YouTube lately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> already a job, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> that, that's like most of my like shit that I like is like, all right, you know, oversimplified, extra history, yep. that kind of stuff. But they just tell you <laughs> stories of stuff that happened. And sure, they, they, they put a little like twist on it where, like, I don't know, they have a thing about the First Crusade, and they're like, why let a little bit of leadership, leadership, uh, leadership dispute uh, get in the way of a good crusade? And it's like a Mad Lib. For the, the picture they have for that, and then they have like why let a little blank get in the way of a good crusade? Like it, it you know, they they put a little spice on it, but it's still like teaching you what what happened and like what those. Mean. I uh, feel like that's a huge advantage that uh, like secular educators should take advantage of, like the idea of being able to like, hey man, somebody did a great video. Like we had John Ruddy on here, which was awesome. Yeah. Oh, and, like, we're, we're bringing him back. It's I hope he will come back because it's fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, he's just a great conversationalist too, right? Uh, but the idea that just being able to tell a story well and you're like, mm-hmm. listen, history is very, very interesting and uh, valuable just to understanding how life has changed over time, right? Like yeah. people use the example of like in the 60s, the the book you got for your car taught you how to change your valves right yeah. whereas the one now teaches you how to you know to not drink battery acid out of your car <laughs> granted Wait. but also there's you know can they you... didn't have a cd player in the car like it's you know like can you send me that book actually <laughs> I mean... how to change a valve or uh the the, the other one <laughs> <laughs> it's That's cocktails with battery acid remember right is, is actually is there an audiobook version of that that's too far. That's Cocktails too far. with battery acid. That's a <laughs> decent episode title. That's a, yeah. Cocktails with battery acid. That seems like my brain. Uh, but yeah, like it. It just. It's one of those things where I feel it just doesn't make sense that, like, especially right now, right, with all the amount of of forced division, mm-hmm. you would think that a. a uh, United history would be something that would benefit people, right? It's, yeah. I don't know. It's well, something that I think about constantly. History is written by the victors. Um, Which I'm, is the I'm first sh- fall. First of all, victor, old name, stupid. Get it out of here. It's, it's the rise of Declan and Hunter, okay? <laughs> history is written by the Declan, all right? Let's get that. Also, straight. a good episode title. God damn it. <laughs> uh,. I mean, like, I, I talk about this a lot with my professor friend. So, like, he's a history professor. Yes. And I, I asked him, like, as you, you know, teach people, like, going from one generation to the next and, like, uh, how you go about teaching them, how do you feel about things like YouTube as a teaching tool? And he's like, I don't hate it, but it's not something I myself could ever, like, do. And I'm like, that's not a problem. Like, you, you're a history professor. And I think, like... College courses, the bigger thing is, like, it's more about getting the person to write what they think and say what they think about history, um, as opposed to the video where they just go, here's what happened, and, like, you know, 
with spice on it, but it's still like told to you. I think that that's, that's what I like problem. about John Ruddy is at the end he usually poses a question. To, yeah. To you. Well, but the reason he poses a question is because he's taking a very specific period in time and mm-hmm. documenting what happened, right? Yeah. And when he tells you that information, like he definitely, uh, like uh, where he ends it specifically is made to create the question, right? Yeah. Because now your options are. With the information you've given, can you predict the future? And if you can, now are you going to take the time to go and try and learn yourself, right? See, my opinion is that higher education should specifically be not only should I tell you what actually happened, but now that I've told you exactly what happened, I want you to interpret it, right? Now go and do the research on yourself because the idea of being able to critically think is to take existing information and make it grow. Understand that's why, like, this is why English teachers are the worst, is because they will say, Oh, well, what did the what did the curtain color mean? Nothing, it didn't mean anything. We're talking about emotion and how people deal with things. Nobody cares about the colors of the drapes, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So, but they're trying to seem relevant. It's it's ridiculous. So, I'm guessing, like, I I, I bet I could tell which side of the death of the author argument that you fall on. I don't know what argument that is. Huh? Okay, death of the death of the author is the school of thought that when someone writes something, what they meant to do does not matter. It's what you, the reader, decide. If you're on I the opposite side of the argument, it's the writer intended what they intended, and that's how it's supposed to be interpreted. Uh, I'm in the first camp. The first camp, or like just whatever they did. That that's once, how you once the art is out there, like yeah. once it's consumed, it's up to interpretation. like. Yeah, it, yeah, that's the whole like the art lives inside each individual brain differently. So yeah. like, that's so, also kind of why I like doing comedy so much is that's the kind of one art form where you're telling them specifically what you think. Yeah, and like but there's no way around it. <laughs> okay, but but that's yeah. the thing is that that is what we've actually seen. Uh, people go against is like, well, I found it offensive, so now it's offensive. You're going, no, but I didn't mean it to be offensive, so why is yeah. it offensive, right? So it's, it's the same thing. Is that while uh, I think it, it, I'm like, I'm, I'm torn between those two sides of things because mm-hmm. once your art is out of you, it's no longer yours. It belongs to the universe or yeah, the hive sorry. mind, right? Like that's your, my your opinion. death of the author. That's but, but yeah. at the same time, the author has every right. To come in and say no, that's wrong, right? Dumbledore like, was gay. It's yeah. He could say that, time. right? She could say that. It's, it's like canon. it's that's fine. But you're going, yeah. yeah. Like they have, as the author, you do have the like you should be able to have control over your creative baby, mm-hmm. right? Should it be discussed? Sure. Is it worth discussing? Also sure. You know, does your opinion opinion matter more than the author's? Absolutely, the fuck not. <laughs> That's just sorry. <laughs> they made it. They let's like you could say, Hey, I think your kid would benefit greatly from going on a trip and seeing the world and understanding things. You're like, Great, you gonna pay for it? No, then shut the fuck up. Keep your opinion to yourself. I'm gonna go do something else, right? Like, there's, there's, you know, it's a valid concern, a valid understanding, right? But the author still is king. Yeah. You know, it's a yeah, difficult. But- side it, it's hard it's hard to really come down on one side or the other all the time the 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 kind of troll in me if i were to ever uh you know write a book that got published or write a tv show or whatever is to after that body of work ends like 10 years later come out with a like a, a written thing like this is exactly what i meant so sure anybody who thought otherwise you're wrong sorry like i wouldn't buy that book I the problem book. is that a nobody would buy it and b yeah. uh for the, the people, the people would then start analyzing that, and they're like, "What did he mean by that thing?" Like, so it just yeah, it's, well, a, vicious, it's a treadmill you'll never catch up to. But it's, like, imagine like you have like I don't know, like in my brain, what makes sense to me is like music right now, right? So let's let's say you have like a record or like an album that you like listen to, and like it connects with you on like a really special emotional level. This interpretation you have, and you hold this interpretation true to your heart, and that's what makes the album beautiful to you. And yes. then the artist comes out like a couple months later. It says like, oh, by the way, this is actually what the album exactly meant, and it, like, let's say like that completely clashed with like what I as the listener had in mind. Like that would yeah. kind of ruin the album a little bit for me. Yeah, sure. That's well, definitely. see, this is the thing: is that especially music, uh, 
has a whole other perception or because it, it's a question of when we hear it what's happening in our universe that it aligns with mm -hmm. um right like like uh adele's uh hello yeah uh came out and was really popular right when my dad was like on his deathbed mm -hmm. i can't listen to that song man like if i when i listen to that song i fall apart right yeah. but at the same time i will listen to that song so i can fall apart a little bit you know, that's, yeah. that's it. Right. Like that's, that's being in touch with that side of your things. Like I hear that song and I immediately think of my dad passing, right. That's hard. But at the same time, I know I can always turn that song on and think of my dad. Yeah. It's but then not, imagine right? Adele just busts in the room. And it's like, that's a breakup song. You idiot. That's not what <laughs> yeah. about. Dude. Right. <laughs> I would, I would pay to watch a TV show where they did that. <laughs> right, where, where you just have people like it, it's a shot of a guy arguing on the like, no, that's not what they meant, and then just yeah. fuck, someone kicked the door in. It's like I, I don't fuck know, I it's, did. Well, no, it, it, it's like a, like a conservative argument on like, born in the USA is a patriarch son. Bruce Springsteen kicks the door in. It's an anti-Vietnam song, you fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, I think it was Twisted Sister just did that for uh, we're not no, going to take, take it. Take yeah. it, and you're like, oh, that's a kick in the nuts because there's like this. Every Republican. Every Republican wants to think it's like America first. You're like, guy, America's fucking up America right now. Okay, yeah. so let's just calm down. That's actually at the same time. It's yeah. Well, Sorry, everybody wants your like the art you listen to to be about you, but it's not sure. Yeah, that's also a good point. Like, what if as the artist, like you put your art out there, and then people start interpreting it like the way wrong way. Yeah, like they start like taking it in a direction. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! Like that is not what this is about. Like, the best way, like the best thing you can do as the artist is like, this is what I was trying to do when i wrote yeah. it if you interpret it differently i can't do anything about that there's a, a you know? an artist called sugar man i believe and his song became the uh song uh that helped bring down apartheid in south africa okay however he never saw a dime and he was like found decades later uh like on the streets broke with nothing and then it kind of turned out that like his uh, producer or agent or whatever kind of took all the money and everything, right? And like this guy got screwed out of everything, and it was kind of like, and there's a, there's actually a documentary. It's the the search for Sugar Man. So yeah. it was he got the guy, though, you know, uh, worse. So he was yeah, still alive. Like Dan Lee. Well, that that is another thing, right? Like, yeah. so you're like there uh, are people's art. Well, people's art gets stolen all the time, yeah. right? And realistically, how many times, like right now, there is a bunch of songs uh, that are uh, being sued because and there's actually a guy on Instagram who just goes, hey, you thought this was a new song? No, because it's right here in 77 and right here in 65. And you're like, damn it, yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah. it's people. And even um, what was the song where uh, with uh, the naked chick with too many vowels in her name? What? Um, <laughs> what? Well, wait, 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 wait. Before, before we try and figure out what it is, hold that image in your mind, listener, yes. and uh, try and guess who it is. Leave a comment. Yeah. Leave a comment. <laughs> what do you think it is? Then, Leave a comment. Yeah. Okay. So wait. Naked chick with too many vowels in her name. Not Bjork. Uh, no, no, she's not the singer, but she's in it, and she wiggles her titties. She's very attractive, and now she's now she's an actress. Which okay, sure. Um. You're gonna make me literally snap my own neck from confusion. Thick. Uh, Alan, uh, not Alan. Alan Thick's right? son. Uh, Robin Thick. Robin. Yes. Thicke? Robin Thick did a song that was. Oh, really that good. dumbass blurred line song. That's the song. That's so they got sued so bad by Robin or uh, Marvin Gaye. Right. Yes, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. See, I have a wealth of useless knowledge, yeah. but titties always they, on the mind. They they wealth of useless knowledge. And like, okay, we got there. Also, <laughs> real quick, definitively, Caleb C. McDuff on Twitter at Generation Dan Podcast official statement: Alan Thick. Okay. Hey, Alan. Alan Thick is a Canadian treasure. Robin Thick. Yes, I follow oh, you. Sorry, Robin Thick. Sorry, yeah. Alan. You're good. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Alan. Sorry, your offspring. Yeah, that's fair. And he's got a weird face too. Yeah, like, Todd, in, Todd in the Shadows is this music like critic YouTuber, and he he has a a, a series called Train Records. Or he covers like an album by an artist where it like ruined their career. 
Oh, yeah, that one after was yeah. good. Yeah, oh, so, he, oh, so he did it about Robin Thicke after Blurred Lines, like the thing he tried to do when he was breaking up with his wife and stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, I'll check that out. My, my other favorite one of his is the thing he does about uh, Mardi Gras by CCR, where they were where they were breaking up with each other, and it was just, like, awful. Because, like, not John Fogarty tried to write songs, and they were terrible at it. And then, like... <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> this is going out of control. I love it. I know. Um, Sorry, it, it's Generation Dan. We 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 go off the rails. It has been Generation Dan. This has been fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> and, and definitely. Yeah, Robin Thicke. He just looks. He's got. He's got too much. His face is all squished into one small area of his giant head. Which you know, everyone who's famous, giant head. That's why I'm Pharrell. I hope you got a fat bag, dude. Yeah. I hope you oh, got God. a fat bag. Oh yeah, and he was like. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. Bag and said, "See ya." He did. Like, they all left it on Robin Thicke's feet. You're like, Fuck "Yeah, it was his idea." Later, forehead. they just threw him under the bus. That's uh, a listen. He deserved to go get thrown under the bus. He's yeah. the one who got banged by somebody. So you know, listen, and then it ruined his life. Which he's still rich. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, anyways, all right. Um, um yeah. Cool. Well, before before we go, I, I I just wanted to at least like try and wrap it up with the with with the actual topic we started with, and I I just want to say I think they're important, but I think they should be supplemental and not the only thing, right? Go to a fucking like bar with your friends, or go to go to the park, or if you're my friends, go to locals together, um, or something. Yeah. yeah, every person is an accumulation of different uh, events, thoughts, uh, experiences. So if the majority of your experiences are coming from one individual place, it will misalign the rest of your existence, right? By keeping a balanced perspective, which, listen, sometimes it may not be physical, right? Like, the fact is, you know, we're in the middle of an apocalypse right now, and, uh, you know, I barely leave the house. But I still take the time to learn to express myself and to interact with various people to do that right so it's it's that idea of balance is what's most important and it's just it's a fair thing it's just at the same time some of y'all are trash and it's not good <laughs> he's a modern man a man for the millennium digital and smoke free uh, <laughs> i'm so angry all the time <laughs> um, it's true yeah. man so to, uh, to listener, what, what do you think about online communities? Are you part of one? Which one is it? Leave a like, leave a comment, tell a friend. At Generation Dan on Twitter. Um, Link your Discord. Yeah, we should start a Discord at some point. I feel like that would be. Yeah. Discord. Well, we already linked up all of our Discords and became friends. It's so yeah, exciting. Well, well, uh, especially as uh, with millennial and Zoomer listeners, they actually. I don't even know Discord. what to do with my Discord. I'm like, I don't. It depends what it is. Some, some are, or some are like living proof, and they're trying to figure out Spike Brothers combos. Some are just like my friends who, like, literally, it, we have a thing just for memes. Put a meme, and that's. Uh, I don't see. feel like we'll be friends very long if we have one of those because I send some pretty wacky shit. You I saw don't... your Bert and Ernie memes. You traumatized me, good sir. Uh, <laughs> I have more, and I'm. No! I, it's, I have a lot. I have a lot to go through. It's very difficult. Anyways. Next time on Generation Dan, Bert and Ernie memes that are questionable in quality and ethical. Ethic, ethic, ethics. Ethics. That's fantastic. All right. Where where can they find us on on the interwebs? I'm Dean of the Genetic Marvel. I am on YouTube, Twitch, and uh, the Facebook, uh, as well as Instagram. I don't really post on Instagram because I find it's not rewarding. It's just, I don't feel good. I have one. I don't really do much with it. Yeah, like, well, you know, look, it's it's essentially, don't mind me just watching. But at the same time, like, I'm not posting anything there, so don't bother. But, yeah, my YouTube channel, though, that's doing really well. So, and that's that's got a whole bunch of stuff and a few shows that are new, some comedy, and all sorts of slapstick madness. Slapstick Madness, another possible uh, episode title. You can find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter, Instagram, or uh, uh, follow my other show at Nexus at Night in those same places. That's been a trading card game, like I've been saying for the past hour. Uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> Caleb? I am at Caleb C. McDuff on Twitter. That's the only place I'm at on the internet, and I'm not even active on there. So basically, I'm a ghost, but 
when things do come out and I do have projects that are in the works, I swear to God, I'm working on things. It's happening. You just don't know about it. And when I'm ready for you to know about it, that's where it'll be. Nice. Uh, one more question before we go. Do you think a ghost and a zombie can come from the same person? So someone dies. Do you think their spirit wanders the earth as a ghost and their body just kind of shambles on as a zombie? Like, imagine if I died and then ghost me was just like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you punching their doors? Just Are you seriously stop. buying NFTs? Are you out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> Why are you on TCGplayer.com? You're dead. You can't play trading card games anymore. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Nobody's going to answer that? Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to hurt me. Ah! Um, uh... I don't think so, because if your body lives, that means your spirit's gone. Okay. Uh, but if your spirit's there, Technically, it depends on how much interaction a spirit would have with regards to the physical world, which theoretically should be nothing because then we would be, well, in a worse situation than we are right now. But if DMT trips count, then yes. What'd you say? If DMT trips count, then yes. Okay. Well, that's that's the real thing, right? I guess yeah. that because that's not technically that might be interdimensional travel at this point. We don't know. And that's, I'm going to find out this spring, though. Yeah. So, anyways. This has been Generation Disc. Bye, everyone. Episode. Bye bye.